Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because selling is about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to connect with people in a way that allows them to feel very safe, seen, and honored so that they feel empowered to make themselves a priority. So I am super excited to introduce Heather Jones. Now, Heather is a native New Yorker who now resides in Alabama with her wonderful husband and two beautiful children. She's a longtime lover of books, animals, and creating. Now, Heather is a certified life coach who has taken the long route with many exciting endeavors on her way here. Now, at 18, she joined the army, met her husband, and after serving six years, exited the military. Now, early on, she studied baking and pastry arts, which she happily implements in her own kitchen for her friends and family's benefit. Then she entered the entrepreneurial world officially as an Etsy shop owner, and over time, while enjoyable, she realized there was something more that she wanted to do. And that is when Heather found her passion to inspire and empower others. And that is where she found coaching. Well, welcome, Heather. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Hi, Wendy. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. And, you know, I just love how you're inspiring others to achieve more in their lives. This is so important for people to get out of their, get out of their own way, right? So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to share. <laughs> so <laughs> there's always a top of mind question for me that it's just, you know, it's part of that entrepreneurial spirit, but I was, I'm always curious, what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? So um, as you beautifully um, mentioned in my bio for me, thank you, um, was that there was quite a road to get here. But the relatively short story is I was a stay-at-home mom. I wanted to continue to stay home and be there with my children, but I also very, very much wanted um, something for me. And mm -hmm. that like I was able to discover through a process of my own, um, an entrepreneurial endeavor. And while I did dive in into... Um, having Etsy shops, I knew that I wasn't going able to scale and really make it what I wanted to be while continuing to stay home. And so I did a search and I was looking for the things that I could do from home and be here with my kids and have the flexibility and life coaching came up. 
And it really didn't take a whole lot of research beyond that. When that came up, there was a spark and there was a little bit of research and it was very much a yes for me. So believe it or not, that is the short story about nice. how I got here. Yeah, I love that. Well, and obviously you you had that that creative side and that entrepreneurial spirit. You know, Etsy was, um, it sounded like the perfect balance with being able to stay at home, be there for your kids, uh, not have something that was pulling you out to a nine to five job or something like that. But it sounds like it wasn't really providing that that sense of fulfillment, you know, in, in yeah. that deeper meaning work. And so, uh, you know, life coaching is so impactful. So it, it sounds like that really resonated. Obviously, you've got a lot of skills yourself with the different areas that you immersed yourself into from the military to the pastry arts and being a mom. I mean, right there, there's a lot of life lessons there in being a mom. Wow. I'm speaking personally <laughs> with three sons. So yeah, I love that. Well, so has your business evolved or, you know, has your mission changed since you started your coaching practice? And, and also, I guess I should ask, how long have you been in this role as a life coach? Yes. So I've, I've been coaching for just over two years now. Mm hmm and it has evolved. Um, so when I when I initially started coaching, I was I was coming directly out of having Etsy shops, and I actually still do have Etsy shops. So at the top of my mind, I thought I was going to help women learn. Well, it was it was always about confidence, but I thought I was going to help stay at moms um, build the confidence and the mindset to launch their own small businesses. Oh, okay. Um, basically take the route that I took and learn everything that I learned. Right. Um, and I did that for a short period before I realized um, it's not just about starting a business. It's about helping any woman to start anything that she really wants to do, but has been holding back from doing. Mm, and so it hasn't morphed a ton, but definitely has some to some degree. Right. So just kind of broaden the scope a bit in terms of not just you know, singly starting their own business, but in whatever their, their passion or their career path or wherever they're seeing their, their need for more need to be more. Yes, absolutely. Finding that fulfillment. Right. Interesting. Oh, that's great. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your coaching practice? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, because I am a mom. Um, right. There's that with my children. Yes. I am. Um, that, that is, that is a priority and uh, <laughs> understandably yeah. so. Yeah. And my, my children are school aged. So I have a relatively um, habitual day where I can kind of lean into that um, regularity, but there are um, sick days. There are summer breaks, um, mm -hmm. you know, all of the little breaks that the kids get throughout the year. And then of course I can't just not lean into my business at that time. So I have to find the balance between being with them and enjoying them and creating the memories that I want to create with them, which is why I wanted to continue to stay home, but also feeding into my business and my clients. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that does sound like it presents some logistical challenges when their schedules change and suddenly you have, uh, you know, existing commitments with your business, or maybe you're doing some sort of a special 
event or things like that. So, well, could you share maybe a technique that you've discovered that supports you in being able to juggle both successfully? Yes. So um, you mentioned the logistical, and that is very much true, but also there was quite a bit of mindset work there for me at the beginning. And that looked like instead of looking at myself as a stay-at-home mom, which I, you know, technically I still was, but I was a business owner, am a business owner. And so it was adopting the mindset that I am a woman, I am a mom who works from home. And so it's not just my job to be here with the kids. I have to find the pieces of my schedule that fit where I can do both. Mm -hmm. And so both mindset and logistically working out my schedule. So um, where can I insert time that I can focus on my business? And then, um, you know, for whatever amount of time that is, that feels appropriate, that I'm able to really get what I need to get done and right. making sure that those hours are set just for that. And that right. I don't allow my boundaries to be crossed mm. so that I'm clear and where that all lands. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I can see how that's really beneficial in terms of being, uh, time blocks or, you know, put the blinders on whatever that looks like mm -hmm. so that when you are in that one space, you're all in. Because yes. um, when I was in one aspect of building a business where I had a newborn, oh boy, that was really difficult to set those boundaries because he was nursing and, you know, <laughs> diapers and this and that. So, so yeah, I, uh, I can definitely see how being able to create the boundaries so that you can you know, be as highly productive as possible in whatever container of time you're, you're dedicated to. So yeah, that's very, very valuable information. And I know that that'll really resonate for a lot of our listeners. And, you know, Heather, you're obviously an expert at, at empowering others, women, sounds like to work through any barriers or you know, self-doubts that they might be feeling that are keeping them stuck and holding them back from achieving their dreams in life. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the, you know, client enrollment or sales part of being in business? Now, this is possibly a very different skill set. Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? I, I do, as a matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's funny. I have through my own process of um, coaching, you know, not just doing the coaching, but being coached as well throughout this time. Um, I have come a long way in a lot of places, but the part where um, I get to selling mm. um, still, still to this day trips me up a bit. Um, there's a bit of quite a bit of discomfort there for me. Right. Yeah. So the actual not not necessarily talking with people about your coaching, but the moments where you're talking the specifics about the investment. Is that what you're referencing? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's understandable. You're and you're certainly not alone in that in yeah. that um, resistance or feeling um, out of character, as I like to put it. So I, I would love to provide you with a little bit of insight around that, if you'd like. I would love that, please. Okay. And, and, you know, here's the interesting thing. I heard you say you've been coached. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that you have yourself engaged with a, another coach, a business coach or someone? 
Um, yes, yes. Okay. So, um, so let me, no, we don't need to go ahead. deep here. I'm sorry to okay. interrupt, but I just right. wanted to make sure that I heard you correctly. So just this one little zeroing in. So if you reflect back on yourself, when you were presented the opportunity to work with this person and they shared what their investment level, you know, to work at a certain level of support was, how did you feel in that moment of hearing the cost, the, the price? Mm. Did it make you feel like, oh my God, I can't believe she's, or he's like charging up. I can't, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of projecting here, but I'm just trying to see how you, if you could, you know, go back to that moment and recollect, I'm just curious if you can relate what you felt in that moment when that person shared what their, what their rates were. Sure. Um, so to be completely honest, there, there was, um, a hesitation for me. Oh, okay. Not okay. a judgment. So here we go. So this mm-hmm. might be the core as to why you're hesitant mm-hmm. then, because there's something anchoring you to this, because let's face it, when we go to say a chiropractor or a specialist of any kind, um, especially if they're certified mm-hmm. and that's who we would entrust ourselves with, right? If we're going to get advice from somebody, we want somebody who's seasoned and certified. If we were, if they ask us tw- to pay $25 for something that just maybe, you know, adjusted our entire ability to, to walk straight or to be limber, you know, it'd be, well, that's questionable. That's really weird, you know, but yet we assume that they're going to charge a fair amount if they're certified and a professional, right? So it just kind of goes with the territory. You wouldn't expect anybody to not charge a fee. So we're possibly talking apples to oranges here, but so let me rotate this just one little bit further. What's interesting is that if people receive something for free or it doesn't cost a lot, then there is, there's not as much value placed on that. And there's not as much priority given to that. And so by having a, a, an investment level that's commensurate to the outcomes, the transformation that your work provides, which obviously shifts their entire world. You know, they go from being stuck and not able to maybe pursue that business idea, or they're just not feeling fulfilled to now suddenly they're on fire. They're like, man, I am going after this and I know I can get it. They're empowered, confident, and ready to take on the world. So that's a huge shift. So if you don't charge very much for that, well, when it comes to actually doing the work to get there, they might not value or put as much time commitment or prioritize their life. They might be a mom and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that today. Whereas if they've invested a lot, human nature just tells us, okay, that's a priority. I've and I've invested. I've said I'm gonna I'm going all in on this. And so they they immediately shift their own mindset just simply through that transaction 
of being all in. And so their transformation actually happens quicker and more effectively sustains because they are in a different state of mind because they've invested at a level that turns this into a priority for themselves. Does that resonate? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's just a matter of realizing that you're, you know, and of course you would never take advantage of anybody. We know that, but it's a matter of meeting them halfway with giving them the opportunity to commit to themselves in a way that supports them to really prioritize this work because it does tend to be an inner game that their, their mind wants to well, put distractions in if they're evolving into something greater than they know, than they are currently. So anyway, hopefully that will provide a shift in your confidence in, in sharing what the investment level is and not feeling like, oh, I shouldn't be, or, or Ugh, I hate the sales part of this whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, to, to really view it as actually a part of supporting somebody to feel their conviction and their commitment. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing how just a little shift in perspective can really can have such a significant impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, yes, that it does. Yeah. Thank you. And that's part of, part of your work. That's why I thought this might resonate for you because you mm-hmm. you mentioned mindset quite a bit and, and you know, the power of that. So just shifting perspectives. Mm-hmm. So, and speaking of shifting perspectives, I'm thinking about mm-hmm. the pandemic where we all shifted our perspective on the world, on reality, you know, everything changed so quickly for us. And, and it's obviously behind us now. It's in the rear view mirror, thankfully, although the virus is still in existence, but it's nothing like we were experiencing with a whole entire shift in, in how we were functioning in life. And in my mind, that was a catalyst for so many people, especially moms uh, with, you know, talk about juggling things and prioritizing their, their day. Now the kids are at home, the husband's at home, everybody's at home. How do we create boundaries? And so that was then, and there have been ripple effects, I'm sure, but I'm just curious if you could speak into maybe how the pandemic has impacted the work that you do. Um, Yes. So as you mentioned, it is different now than it was when we were kind of in the heat of things um, when everybody was stuck at home. Now about now we're right. able to get out and about and move much more freely than we had been. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, oh gosh, there's a couple ways I could go with this. So I think coming out of that, there's the recognition. I don't want to be stuck at home. I do want something for me. And I do truly believe that a lot of people see that, but don't necessarily know what that thing is or how right. to go after it. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking in terms of just, there's something more for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what is it? But what is it? Right. And am I good enough to go for it? All those inner things and lack of clarity. So yeah, I kind of thought that that might have been a real tipping point that has brought a lot more awareness to people, especially uh, women in terms of stepping into a new version of themselves, which is exactly the work that you do in terms of supporting that. So, so I, I, you know, if you could add maybe a few more specifics or details in terms of how do you work with women 
who want to finally, you know, step into that version of themselves and create the lives that they've only previously dreamed of. Can you share just, like I said, more specifics or, you know, details about your philosophy or your approach? Yes. So my approach is um, from one of where we built a confidence in the woman and the client. And what that looks like is helping her to realize that um, she can be confident in her ability to do whatever it is that she wants to do. And we start with, um, now I differentiate between self-esteem and confidence. So that starts with building her self-esteem, how she feels about who she is, um, what she deserves. And we do a lot of inner work, the inner critic, that inner voice that often is the thing that holds us back from taking that step. Cause it tells us, you don't know how, what are people going to think of you? What are you going to look like? Um, so a lot of the work that I do starts there with taming that voice that tells her she's not capable. She should wait. She shouldn't do that. And any other number of things. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So that's where you start. Yeah. So that's where we start. And then of course there's a progression. And so, and it, and it's very individualized for each person um, mm-hmm. because their life experience has been so different to that point. Right. So I very much meet the client where she is and we work from there. Um, and that might be one-on-one if that is what um, she calls for in that moment where her needs are being called for, or um, it might be where one of my programs is more appropriate for her. And so I do have two options for programs and it's just a matter of getting that to know that woman and finding out where she is so that we can get her headed in the right direction. Right. Okay. Well, that sounds, yeah, it makes perfect sense because if you're having those, those inner conflicts about worthiness or confidence or, you know, lots of self doubts, it's really difficult to go for that bigger vision, bigger version of yourself. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense in terms of starting there and really taking it beyond the normal. It sounds like you, you peel back a lot of layers there to really get to the essence of what's holding your back. So yeah, I love that. So how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? So um, I am on social media on a couple of platforms. I am on Facebook at Heather Jones Coaching. I am on Instagram at Heather underscore Jones underscore coaching. Um, And if the easiest place really to find me and just pick out whatever platform or email or whatever it is, is heatherjonescoaching.com. Access to me everywhere is on my website at heatherjonescoaching.com. Okay, perfect heatherjonescoaching.com. That's simple enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's your name, heatherjonescoaching.com. All right. Fantastic. Well, Heather, you've, you've already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation, but if I could tap on you one last time, um, in looking at your own experience in building your business, well, what's some advice that you could share with say a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed. Yeah. So my inclination is to talk about mindset, but um, you know, that's, that's work. And of course there's a lot under there. The one piece I really, really want to leave everybody with is lean into your community, 
when you're in a moment of doubt or uncertainty and you really need that support, lean into community. Mm-hmm. And there is no shame around asking for help or support. Right. Yeah. That's a biggie is to just think, especially the entrepreneurial person. Is, oh, I can figure this out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll get through it. Somehow I, you know, I've got to be able to do this myself and it's, it's not easy, is it? No, <laughs> no not at all. Um, so yeah, I love that lean into community and community that has that, the right kind of support, uh, people that have, are doing what you're doing, right? They know, mm-hmm. they know what it's like and can relate and, and provide that, that level of support that maybe even though a partner or, you know, relatives or friends can be uh, positive, but there's nothing like the community of people that know exactly what you're going through. So yeah, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Definitely very helpful. I know to a lot of, a lot of our listeners. Well, Heather, it's just been so great hearing about your amazing journey from serving in the military to pursuing your love for creating beautiful and delectable pastries to your Etsy shop, and now to the impactful work that you're doing as a certified life coach, where you're inspiring and empowering women to achieve their exciting life goals and life dreams. I've really enjoyed our conversation, and I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And again, for our listeners, you can find Heather Jones on Facebook. Instagram, as well as go to her website, heatherjonescoaching.com. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients' decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right, well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me in our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Heather Jones. And as always, here's to your success.